Welcome to Affiliate Marketing Millionaire, the official podcast for the number one affiliate marketing channel on YouTube with over 36 million views and counting. Here are your hosts, ODI Productions and Kit Thatch. All right, welcome back everybody to another episode of Affiliate Marketing Millionaire. We said you'd be seeing more consistency, so two weeks in a row, we're back. Um, we've been having a lot of fun um, in the Discord. So if you haven't joined yet, uh, make sure you click the type form in the link below to apply. I don't know, Odie, how you've how have you been enjoying the Discord? Oh yeah, Discord, uh, the private Discord community we launched last week has been awesome so far. I've already spent hours uh, both live streaming and also just doing voice chat with our members. It's a really good time, and it, you know, as, like not like our Facebook group, which has twenty three thousand people, but half of it's like bots, spammers, and scammers. Basically, in this, it's nothing but high-quality individuals because we do have an application, so it filters out a lot of people, and what you're left with is really high-quality, like-minded entrepreneurs and just people who uh, you know, are willing to give and are willing to uh, basically contribute to the community. So it's been so much better. I can't wait to grow it, so make sure you apply to join the Discord. There will be a link in the description if you're watching the video or check out the podcast description for a link, and I hope to see you in there. Awesome. So let's get into it today. Um, today, the topic is here's what's wrong with your traffic strategy. So if you're wondering why you're not getting sales, why you're getting low traffic, today we're going to talk about why that is and what you can do about it. So maybe what we can sort of talk about what's like the biggest thing, maybe just to start with when it comes to traffic strategy, people are doing wrong. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to affiliate marketing, the first thing is that, you know, there's so much, it's so broad of a business model and there's literally millions of products. So, you know, it's really tough because it's tough when you're a beginner, it's so overwhelming. And I can still remember going back to being a beginner and I was so overwhelmed by how many things you had to kind of learn. And one of the things that you must master is how to get traffic because without traffic, you're not gonna get any sales. You're not gonna get any potential leads. And you know, obviously without leads, you don't get conversions, sales, and then ultimately com commissions. So, you know, with that said, I see so many beginners make these mistakes today when it comes to their affiliate business and when it comes to, you know, getting traffic, whether that's through paid advertising. So we're talking about, you know, Google search ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, YouTube ads, or if we're talking about SEO and organic. So we're going to dive into that today. The first thing uh, that we have is that most beginners just don't have a strategy. You know, they're kind of just taking a shot in the dark, and they basically do things without having an actual process. Like there's no sort of science, you know, or reason to it. They just kind of write about whatever they feel about or they make content about whatever they feel about. And, you know, they don't really do things like keyword research. And then the other big thing that I'm seeing most lately is most beginners don't spend time on distribution. So if they create content, whether that's like an ad or whether it's, like a blog post or a YouTube video, they don't spend enough time distributing what they just created. So they don't market it, they don't get eyeballs, whether that's through paid advertising or through, again, organic, like through SEO, or even just, you know, um, contributing to some online communities. I mean, there's so many pockets of the internet where you can meet people who are in your space and in your niche or sub niche. And you, all you have to do is just engage with these people and build relationships. And you'd be surprised like how many 
you know, how much you can do by just organically like talking to people. And I mean talking to people, not copy and paste and spamming, but I yes. mean like really trying to help people solve a certain problem and really trying to be helpful. So it's the first thing is no strategy um, and no distribution, you know, not focusing enough on getting the word out there. Yeah, I think that with distribution, people think like it's boring or it can't possibly matter, but that consistency is so key. I know from from what we've done, like when you work consistent and you do the same like distribution channels, you work out your strategy, it's amazing. You'll start seeing results coming in. Like it's like boring to do at first, but once you know like, oh, this is the this is the game plan, like this is the key that unlocks things, it becomes way easier to just have that same process go okay i'm gonna put it out on twitter i'm gonna go to that forum i always talk to people and like Odie said like not copying and pasting like outreaching to people and being like here can you help me but reaching out and being like hey talking to them personally and if you're getting started like you should put in you know some of that work when you reach out to people to really make it personal and things like that but yeah consistency sounds boring but it makes such a huge difference yeah on that note of consistency You know, what I see all the time is I see someone like, well, not someone, but a business, whether it's a blog, whether it's a YouTube channel, I'll see them post like, you know, one or two videos and then not post anything for months or not post anything for years. And we've done something similar. I mean, you know, I've been away from YouTube uh, six months at a time, like twice in the last like two years or, or even year and a half, to be honest. So I know how much of a struggle it is to stay consistent. Um, obviously, priorities matter. And I, the reason I wasn't posting is because of bigger priorities, you know, working on the project uh, that we've been working on the past year, which was a higher priority. But if your priority as an affiliate marketer is to create content, to film videos, uh, to write blog posts, to get SEO, you know, then you need to really invest the time. And so consistency is the one thing I just do not see. Like, you know, I people show me their businesses and, uh, you know, we help coach people. And also, I just I see affiliate websites all the time, you know, just browsing the Internet and you just know when you see one. And when you look at the content, you look at the dates that they publish this content, you know. And first of all, the content itself, that's already another story of like, is this good quality content or is this just just, you know, sort of like um, really basically basic content that, you know, is is not really that valuable or that high quality or original. But in addition to that, you know, you look at the dates that someone posts and you'll see it, you know, you'll see someone has not posted in literally months, maybe even years, and maybe does a couple posts like, you know, per year, or maybe they post like twice in one month and then they don't post for another three, six, nine months. So the number one thing I see and I try and advise people on is you just have to be consistent. Like you have to want it more than the millions of other affiliates. And, you know, look at the statistics uh, and, you know, forget about affiliate marketing by itself. Think about business in general. And, you know, the stats like 90% of businesses, you know, go out of business or fail within the first, you know, two years, five years, wherever you want, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's stacked against you either way you look at it. And so if like one out of 10 businesses end up succeeding, and, you know, that's even the same in the startup world. And when it comes to, you know, venture capital, you know, it's only really like one out of 10, two out of 10 that you really hope to succeed uh, and pay off big. So if that's the case, then you have to know the odds already stacked against you. 
So if you understand statistically that you're at a disadvantage, you must do everything within your power to stand out from the millions of others. But the good news is there's not there there are things you can do that are like low hanging fruit that I see people would not do that you could easily do if you just set your mind to it or invest your time, energy, or money, and then you can easily set yourself apart from millions of other affiliates. Yeah, I think that's such a great point and sort of goes into that that thing about distribution you mentioned in terms of easy things you can do. Finding channels to distribute your content and doing it with mm-hmm. consistency, that makes a huge difference. Doing things, even just like keyword research, that sets you apart in a huge way because most people like they're like, I have an idea for a piece of content and they just write it. And they're like, ah, people are probably searching it. But they don't take the time. And it doesn't take a long time mm-hmm. to go look up a keyword, sort through it. And but most people just ah, whatever. And so every time there's a there's a step where you could just like skip, just do that thing and you'll be you'll be impressed. Like I heard Chris Bosch, uh, the basketball player, talking mm-hmm. today, and he said what he used to do was every time that after like practice he really wanted to go home to increase his like mental stamina, he would go do like an ice bath or he would go do one more workout. Every time that he wanted to go home or wanted to quit, he would do that one more thing. And that's what you can do with your content too is like, uh, have I really researched enough? Let me spend one more hour doing that. I love that. I love that. And you know, just to add on further, when you say doing things like keyword research and we're talking about investing here, you know, there are tools there are paid tools, and I understand that a lot of these tools would be really expensive for beginners. So you can start for free with something like Google Trends. You know, just using Google Trends to see the relative popularity of certain keywords and terms, um, you know, throughout time. But if you want to invest, one example is you can invest into an SEO tool like an Ahrefs, like a SEMrush, like a Moz. And if you invest into these tools, now they do start at like $99, $100 per month. So it's not cheap by any means, but you have to treat this like a business. And I know, you know, it's ironic, like you're starting a business. So, but most people don't treat it like a business. Like they treat it like, you know, when people talk about things like affiliate marketing or other similar sort of online businesses, they, you know, it's a side hustle. It's a, you know, it's just a get rich quick thing. So like, People need to start treating it like something you invest in and you expect a return out of. And if you invest in something like an SEO tool, the return is that you'll probably be able to write on topics that are more relevant to your niche or your product or that your competitors are writing about. And it's probably an indicator or signal that you should also be writing about similar topics. And, you know, the great thing with these tools is you get to see what are the highest, most um, basically the highest ranking pages or the pages that generate the most traffic to their blog or to their site and you can get an idea of okay if this is working for them i should probably do something you know similar uh you know with your own flair but that's just a little hint you know investing into software and tools to help grow your business i mean this is just this is how business is done and if you're not if that's something that like you're not willing to do and you just look at that stuff like a, it's an expense, you know, it's just a cost that you're not going to, you know, you'll never see a return, then that's the wrong mindset to have coming into this. Yeah. And I think I think with a lot of people, they see like free traffic, or organic traffic. So like, great, it's free. I just write mm-hmm. some blogs and get traffic. But that is not at all like there are companies who pour millions of dollars into this. So you'd bet you're best off making sure that's where you're putting, especially if you're starting out, you don't have a huge budget. 
spending a thousand dollars on a Facebook campaign, that's probably not the best bet for you. But taking that thousand dollars and pouring it into making sure you're creating good content. Are you hiring someone to proofread your content for you or make you some nice visuals and really like do things like choose your visuals and choose the images for your blog article and really think about like, does this look nice together and take those extra steps. So investing your time and your money because it's such a powerful tool, but you need to be willing to actually invest into it. Yeah, Kim makes a great point about, you know, it's counterintuitive that you think free traffic like SEO organic, it's free. Therefore, it doesn't cost anything. It costs something. It costs your time. It costs your energy. If you hire writers, you know, a high quality piece of content that's like SEO optimized, you know, people are willing to pay between 200 to $300 per article, depending on the length, depending on the topic. But I mean, people, businesses, okay, so businesses are willing to pay writers and, you know, freelancers to get high quality content. So, and obviously you can write this content yourself. And I recommend when you're a beginner, you learn the tools of the trade, you learn how to create SEO optimized content and do everything. When you get to a point where you're starting to generate revenue, that's when you can start to visit the idea of reinvesting into hiring writers, outsourcing certain parts of the business that you either no longer, you know, enjoy doing or just something that could be more efficient if someone, you know, an expert was to work on it as opposed to yourself. Maybe you're better at some other part of the business than, you know, the peop- the the things that you outsource. And so that's that's the thing that most people don't get. They think that just because you can get free traffic they think that you don't need to invest anything. You're investing something no matter what. So even if you don't pay a writer or you aren't outsourcing anything, you're doing it yourself. And if you're telling me that your time is not worth anything, then I guess it's free. But everyone's time is worth something. Some some people's time is worth more than others. But you know, at the end of the day, that's why I think if you're a beginner, you should start kind of in the lower risk sort of investment strategy. And when I say investment, not just financially, but also just like time and energy so you don't waste it. And I think that you should learn some of these skills, at least enough to have a conversation, at least enough to to know that when you do hire someone, you can filter out who's a good candidate and who's not a good candidate. What does a good piece of content uh, look like? What does a bad piece of content look like? So those are some of the things that, you know, are it's, it's a mindset thing to have coming in. And I know it's so attractive. Like I see so many people asking, how do I do a film marketing without a website? How do I do a film marketing without social media? How do I do a film marketing without doing a film marketing? You know, I see everything. Like I, you know, and it's just to me, it's 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 just plain like laziness. You know, if you want to do all these things and if you want something, like you want to get X amount of revenue per month, you want to get this, you want to get that, that's great. No one cares what you want. The market only cares about the value that you provide. It's very selfish, but it's also very, uh, you know, it's very fair in that sense where if you provide a lot of value, but you work one hour a day, then no one, you know, no one cares at the end of the day. But if you work 10 hours a day, but you provide little value, again, nobody cares. See, so that's something that you need to start kind of like changing your mindset of what, what, you know, what is my time worth? Like what is valuable? And at the end of the day, it's just what the market deems, you know, is valuable and they're willing to pay for. Yeah. And I think, think, um, something there in terms of putting the time in and and sort of ties into strategy is making sure that you're, you're going in order. So you don't have a leaky bucket. You're not sitting there, you know, running ads when it's like, you don't have good content and you're not throwing up content to a blog spot page that like doesn't have a real web address and stuff. Like you want to make sure first, 
you get your website down. You have your performance up and the technical SEO. So when you do write a good piece of content, it has the best possible advantage right out of the gate. And so you have to kind of go in that order. Yeah. So when you start to talk about some of those other aspects, like making sure that everything's taken care of, and we haven't even touched you know, the website being optimized, which is, that's a, that's another opportunity for you to separate yourself from millions of other sites. Like just for example, I believe in one of the Google studies that uh, me and Kit were researching, the average business site on mobile takes about eight seconds to load. Now, again, this is on mobile, but with that said, if you can just be faster than eight seconds, then you're already going to be above the 50th percentile. You're, you'll be better than average just by doing that. And there's many ways to do that. You know, one one of the ways is to upgrade your hosting. So that would be one of the simpler ways. And, you know, if you're using like the cheap shared hosting, you can upgrade uh, to just a higher end hosting. So for like WordPress, you know, upgrading to like a Kinsta or WP, WP Engine, you know, that's going to immediately just increase your speeds. It's going to cost more, but it's also going to give you an advantage over, you know, millions of other sites. And the software project we've been working on, which we're still keeping under wraps until we do a public launch and we're still in private beta uh, right now. Uh, you know, this is one of the problems we try to tackle. It's like, how do you stand out from literally tens of millions of WordPress sites because it runs 40% of the web? And we decided to just create something that you don't have to, you know, upgrade your hosting. You don't have to get all these plugins like performance plugin, plugins, caching plugins, uh, configure all that, CDNs and configure all that. We do all that for you. And basically you have a platform that's a lot more performance oriented so if we're talking about you know outperforming the tens of millions of wordpress sites you already get that out of the box you don't even have to worry about that like from a technical standpoint trust me like having done wordpress for years as a developer and also helping um you know thousands and thousands and thousands of people build their first wordpress site you know i realized that wordpress because everybody uses it now the average is sort of like uh, that's the average. It's like a mediocre, kind of slow website with a lot of security holes, a lot of plugin updating every week. It's, we just got sick of it. So we decided to, you know, create our own platform that's going to be a lot simpler, but it's also going to, you know, when you look at the performance metrics, it, you know, out of the box, it's going to be better than 99% of the average WordPress sites out there. So that's an example right there. I mean, the thing is when kids start bringing up, like, you know, talking about the technical SEO, talking about you have the website, then you have the content, uh, which has to be, you know, on-page optimized. Then there's the distribution. I mean, I'm already starting to get overwhelmed thinking of all the moving pieces. There's there's so many parts. And the at the end of the day, the affiliate business is holistic. It's like the entire, it's how the machine works all together. Now, some businesses have stronger parts than others. Like maybe one business has really, really good content, but they're not as good with like the distribution. Or maybe one website, you know, let's say they have, uh, maybe they do have a great website, it's optimized, but they don't make content too often. They only release like one article, you know, every one or two months. So the key is to get all of it working together. Now you don't need all of it to be optimized you know, to like to, to the max, but you do need every piece and every piece needs to, there can't be some sort of weak link. You know what I mean? That's kind of a bottleneck for your business. Uh, but I will say that even us just talk about this right now, I'm already getting a little overwhelmed at all the things you can do. But see, if you're a beginner and you're feeling that kind of overwhelm and you start to doubt, you know, is this worth it? Is this like, is this right for me? Can I do this? That's the moment where you should, you know, 
look at that and be like, okay, if I feel this way, there's probably millions of other people who also feel the same way. Like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to make a video or I'm uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to write a, an article every single week because I'm lazy or, or just because it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, um, you know. So that's an opportunity that you can separate yourself again from the millions of other people. And some people will see the millions of competition and just quit. And I get it, you know, it, it's it's demotivating, like just looking at the numbers. I mean, think about think about all the people like with professional sports. And, you know, I tip my hat. I have the utmost respect for professional athletes. And look at the numbers there. The amount of people who play, let's say, in high school and who move on to play, let's say, like D1 in college, who move on to play in the league, you know, and who move on to stay in the league for more than three or five years the number gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And, you know, that seems like a lottery. I don't know. You know, I haven't looked into the numbers, but maybe you have a better chance of winning the lottery than you actually do to to play in like the NBA or the NFL. Um, but, you know, with that said, it's like some people are demotivated by seeing the facts. And, you know, to be honest, it is kind of, uh, you know, it is discouraging. But some people, if you're willing to, realize sort of like the uh basically the reality of things but then you're willing to push past that those are the people who are going to succeed again one out of ten so it's you know it's not easy and it isn't meant to be easy but for the one out of ten who's willing to kind of like uh understand the reality but push past their fears then that's that's the type of person who's probably going to succeed yeah, I think that's that's great. And a note on that overwhelm, I think something that we always tell people is like to just get started. So mm-hmm. yeah, you want to do everything well, mm-hmm. but you want to do that sort of incrementally. So first you go, all right, I want to do this. Let me start with what I can. Let me make a website. Hey, maybe it looks horrible, whatever. It doesn't <laughs> matter. You have a website. And most people don't have one of those. And so you do that and you're like, okay, cool. And then you go, I'm going to write my first blog post. And then the great thing is, if you're a human being, you probably know other human beings. So then you ask them, hey, what do you think? And a lot mm-hmm. of people will have some good advice. And you go, okay, I'm going to move that over there. I'll move that over here. And I think part of sort of being an entrepreneur or something is really falling in love with that continuous improvement. Every week, something's different. Yeah. If you go into like an office job, every day can be the same. Like you might be working on something, but you never see the results. You don't ever see anything move. But you're working on your website. It's like, oh wow! Mm-hmm. Actually, hey, I got even if it's just five visitors. Wow, I got five people to look at my website. That's that's really crazy if you think of it. And then it's like, oh wow, okay, I figured out how to do an email opt-in. Well, okay, I got someone signed up for my email. And so if you can just think about those little steps, then that makes it far easier than being like, okay, I need to write, you know, some amazing blog post on my first try. That's very, very well said. I mean, I was already getting excited. You know, you talk about sort of that beginner's journey and how like you when you start, you're going to suck. And when I start out, when he when Kit mentioned like sort of like your website's going to suck in the beginning, my content was terrible in the beginning. And I've I think I've mentioned this before in a previous episode, but the first videos for recordingnow.com and when I made my first videos, they were PowerPoint. There was no live footage. It was literally pictures from Google put onto a PowerPoint and me doing a voiceover. And, you know, I, I still did it and it still worked. It still got sales. Now, I'm not saying that that would work, you know, beautifully today because obviously it's gotten more competitive. But the key, though, is that I got started and I made no excuse. 
I wasn't like, oh, I don't have these things, you know, right in front of me in my hand. I don't have a nice camera. Uh, all I have is PowerPoint and a computer. You know what I mean? I didn't make an excuse. I did it. And it, yeah, it sucked. And I look back and I kind of laugh at those videos, but it worked. And that's the only thing that matters. And, um, you know, I think most people who would be in that same situation or in my shoes, they would have been like, you know, I don't have this. I don't have that. And then they just quit. And, you know, I don't know what it was in me, but I was just like, let me give it a try. There's nothing to lose, you know, really. And thank God I did because, you know, fast forward, like that wouldn't, I wouldn't have opened my mind to the opportunities um, if I hadn't at least taken a bit of a risk in the beginning, a little bit of a, you know, leap of faith. And, you know, that's the other thing. I mean, like, I see people all the time just like, oh, you know, um, I can't do that because I don't have a YouTube with 200,000 subscribers, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, what do you think I had when I started? The exact same thing that you had. So it's like, I hate that people think like, oh, I need this, I need that, I need this before I even get started. No, you start and then you accumulate those things. And, you know, when it comes to the business and investing and it comes, this is like a common thing, you invest into your business for a return. That's kind of how it works. So for me, when I started to get even my first taste of affiliate commission, even like the first, you know, few months where it was like $30 from Amazon Associates for the month or like $50, that's enough to buy some sort of like a studio equipment, like a USB mic is like about, you know, 99 bucks. And so if I made a hundred from affiliates, I would literally take that money, go buy another USB mic, then I would compare them. And it's funny because I was comparing uh, the Blue Yeti and the Audio-Technica AT2020, which are like two of the most popular USB mics, um, but Newsflash, they kind of suck today. I honestly think that like, um, there's this there's this gaming company, HyperX, they make this like quadcast USB mic. I would get that if I was getting a USB mic. Obviously me and Kid are using some dynamic XLR mics. These are studio mics, so they're not they're not through USB or anything. But you know, with that said, it's just it's just funny looking back, looking back at how bad my stuff sucked and then like how it got better though. That's the key. That's the other thing is like you are gonna suck, but you should also be getting better if you have a growth mindset and if you're like, hey, look, I can improve next time on this part of my content or on this part, right? Whether it's the filming, whether it's like, oh man, I need to do a better job of um, editing or I need to do a better job with like, maybe I need to add some music or maybe, you know, I need to do a better job with selling. Maybe like my CTA, my call to action. And, you know, I didn't really sell as much as I could have and I didn't do that effectively. So yeah, I mean, just to basically wrap it up, like, there's so many moving parts and I understand the overwhelm. Look, I've been there and even when we were talking about it, I still feel that overwhelm start to come up again. And I've been doing this, you know, for so long now. And um, that's why I really sort of, you know, I empathize uh, with beginners. But if you're listening to this, you know, I think you're on the right track. If you're someone who's like willing to invest let's say like into your education, you know, to learn more and to really listen. And that's another thing. I think there's too many beginners who think they know everything or they just, you know, they don't spend enough time like, you know, listening to audiobooks or they don't spend enough time. Like I'm, I devour audiobooks every single week. You know what I mean? I go through, if I'm really like just learning and then I'm not like, I'm always working, but if I'm really focused on like learning a new skill or learning a new industry, I completely just, I buy every single audiobook there is from every single expert. I consume it. And maybe you can even reach out to some of these experts and you can ask them questions and you can, you know, it's, it's possible that some of these people do want to talk. 
you know, these authors, these industry leaders, if you just send a nice email and personalize it, again, not spamming or anything. Um, but yeah. Or join the Discord with the <laughs> link below. You can also ask a question. Yeah, no, no. Check it out. It's honestly, um, hey, I've already spent hours. Like, it, we've only been on that Discord for less than a week. I've already spent hours chatting, voice chatting uh, with people and offering advice, obviously, and talking business. And it's been so great because, you know, um, not everyone in the world, like, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're in this space. But, you know, in the real world, not everyone is interested in talking about things like business. I mean, most people would rather just, you know, talk about, you know, gossip or the news or whatever. But then there's people like us who are here and we're working. And, you know, um, it's nice to just be surrounded by a community of people who understand, you know, what you're going through and what you're striving for. All right. Yeah, it seems like a good note to leave it on. So thanks for uh, coming back and joining us. We'll be here again next week. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you check out um, the YouTube video. These podcasts are always on YouTube and on our, our podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get it. And if you want to apply for the Discord and the private beta, click that link below to apply. All right. Yeah. Just to double up, make sure you check out the discord and the private beta should be launching soon. We are super excited for this. And if you are interested in it and you know, you do want to uh, check out this platform, which again is made to be a WordPress alternative. And we take care of all those things that we just mentioned in terms of the optimization and making sure that you can just focus on what's important, which is writing high quality content and getting traffic, getting email subscribers, getting sales, then make sure you reach out or uh, sign up for the uh, application uh, so you can get an invite to the private beta. But I hope to see you guys in there and I hope you guys have a good week. We'll catch you guys next time.